Pentecostal song, asking and sing for the presence of the Holy Spirit. It is my prayer that this song ministers to you. I hope this song blesses you.
strano li broscere da be Zredne a cicino
Father, we give you glory, we honor you and adore you, O God. Thank you for the opportunity to experience you once again. We've come before you, Lord, and we've come in your presence to encounter your presence, to walk in your presence in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord, and guide us, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Somebody begin to open your mouth and bless the name of the Lord. Open your mouth and bless the name of the Lord. Sonomokopalada Mantemeleketimana. It's another day of glory. It's another day of power. It's another day of signs and wonders. It's another day of prophetic festival. Somonokobodimana. Genuinely from your heart, The Bible says that, and you shall seek for me, and you will find me if you find me with all your heart. All your heart. Don't let anything distract you. See it as an opportunity. My God, so no, 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 copy. You shall look for me and you will find me. Anything you seek truly from your heart, you shall find it. You seek many things without your heart involved. But if you seek the Lord with your heart, you will be found. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you shall seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. All your heart. Bless his name this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh 
Shaka papa 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 Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 30 And ye shall seek me and find me when ye when ye shall search for me with all your heart with all your heart The Lord is not hidden The Lord is not hidden but this scripture also tells us that there is a way to seek the Lord. There is a way to find the Lord. And it is a way that you seek Him or you search for Him with all your heart. Not some part of your heart. In First Samuel chapter 12, verse 24. Bible says, only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart. For consider how great things he had done for you. Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart. All your heart. All your heart. I am an Allah Joel chapter 2 verse 12. Bible says that therefore also now say the Lord, turn ye into me with all your heart, and with fasting, and with weeping, and with mourning. God is interested that anything you are interested in, you must do it from your heart. And not from only part of your heart, but all your heart. All your heart. First Samuel chapter 12, verse 20. When Samuel saw that the people have done evil, he told them, Fear not, you have done all this wickedness. Yet, this is a message for somebody. What you have done is very wrong, and what you do is very wrong. But Samuel the prophet is giving us a word fear not. Tell ye even to me, fear not. You have done all this wickedness, yet turn not aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. This is powerful. God understands that there are certain things that you are doing is very wrong. But he said, still follow him. Follow him genuinely. Observe his ways. Honor his ways. Learn of his ways. Do what he was doing through his son. And with time, you will tend to be a different man. On this prophetic festival, today being the last day, Say, Father, help me to serve you with all my heart, not some part of my heart. Help me to be concerned with the gospel. Help me to have you in mind. Help me to love you. Help me to first take you as number one. Help me to take you as number two. Help me to take you as number three. Help me to take you as my all in all. So I can love men. So I can walk with men. 
in the name of Jesus. Open your mind. Pray somebody. Today is the last day. Loma Gada Badaya. Emberegetimanaya. Oroti Balada Gada Bashakadaya. Oborodo Godo Boske Pedetekedebe. Kamala Dabaya. Egiriata. Mantemelegetebelete. Lekete belete Masuru di mana gabaya, elekete melekete, sumaradi badaya, engkati mana kabasusa, sekete menekebete, zogopo toto toto toto, my God, my God, rekete tete 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 tete, eraka papa papa papa. Shaka pa 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 pa. Shaka pa 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 pa. Raka pa 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 pa. Rosoto bototo. Raka pa 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 pa. Shabala da batata ya. Raka pa 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 ya. Sente Barasuka Bataya E Surudubu Shabaladaya Raka Papa Papa Paya Elekete Belekete Shokopoloto Potototo Rekete Shaka Papa 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 Rekete Raka Papa 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 Rekete belete kete, shaga papa papa papa, My God, my God, and you shall look for me and find me when you search for me with all your heart, Father. Anything that is making sure that I don't follow you with all my heart, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Let that thing be taken off, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. Let that thing be taken off, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. 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 Orozu Baragaya. Isaka Bata Bataya. Sugabala Dagatapaya Shogoto Bototototo Shagabalada. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, my 
God. Somebody say glory. My God. My God. My God. Samana mana mana. Thank you, The final day. I told you to come with communion in the evening as we finish. So get your communion ready in the evening. Oh my God. Oh my God. Temele Son Temele Glory to God. Type glory to God. Type glory to God. If only you are here. this prophetic festival 
the Lord has dealt with us in his goodness. We've seen the hand of God and we've seen the power of God transforming our lives like never before. I always tell people that I'm a man with confidence in the Lord. I believe what I do because I'm called to do it. And I'm not ashamed to declare that. And I believe that anybody that I have ever prayed for is praying for and will pray for shall surely walk in their testimonies and their lives will also be transformed. It doesn't matter who you are, so long as I have ever prayed for you, praying for you, and will pray for you, your life must receive a transformation. Are you following? Now, we have learned that in order to realign ourselves to our prophetic destiny, it will take the strength of the Holy Spirit to guide us. The Holy Spirit will now guide us in fulfilling our prophetic mandate. And yesterday, by the grace of God, on this prophetic festival, the Lord opened our eyes to even know what it means to know or have the kingdom of God. Where we saw that the kingdom of God, the Bible says, has now come. And now it is in you. The kingdom of God is in, within you. So knowing this, we, find, we, we found out that the kingdom of God is joy, peace, in the Holy Ghost. So we saw that the kingdom of God is the Holy Spirit. And it, the kingdom of God is now resident in you. Are you following so having known, having known this, that the kingdom of God will now equip us in fulfilling our prophetic mandate. Who is that kingdom of God? The Holy Spirit. So now the Holy Spirit is the one who will help us to navigate our prophetic assignment. Not only to navigate, but to be able to fulfill. So the strength of the believer is dependent on the Holy Spirit, number one, and his ability to understand the navigation pattern of the Holy Spirit. So, what must a man do to understand the navigation pattern? Now, one of the things you must do is to begin to learn of the Spirit. You have to now learn of the Spirit because you see. I told you yesterday, even about the Philistines, how they learn and observe the people of, 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 of even the Hebrews, how these people learn of them, knowing that this noise is the noise that is the noise of God, meaning that they have brought God to their camp. The people were not close, but they were able to discern, although they didn't have the right spirit, but they have the understanding that. The Bible said they they learned, they learned of them that they have brought a God, a God in their camp. And the Bible says that they even said, "This is the God that sent plague 
even to the people of Egypt. So they did not only learn of the new, but they have learned of the old. Your enemy is learning of you. What are you learning? If you see any child of God who does not want to learn, that person is sitting on a time bomb. Everything concerning that person will fail. You must force everybody in your life to learn. Learning is very, very important. Listen, people of God, Christians or believers are the most, um, um, how, do I, how do I put this? Lazy people on it. Yes, because I have understood Muslims. I have understood Buddha, um, those people um, 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 who, who serve Buddha. The Buddhist, yes. I have studied the Jewish people. And all these people, when you look at their calendar, in the day, most of them pray three times a day. Some pray five times a day. Others pray seven times and eight times a day. All them um, eight prayer watches they pray. Some pray without season. So they are effective in whatever they do. Although they have not known your Jesus, but they have believed so much in what they do and they are effective in what they do. Listen, believers are lazy. When you go to um, 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 the Islamic region, yes, before you grow to a certain point at the age of 12, let me use the Jewish people. Yes. You must be able to recite everything. The Jewish people. At the age of 12, you must be able to recite everything in the Bible. The Torah. You must be able to recite everything. Now, when you look at the Muslims, the Quran, these people, you could see that they have grabbed everything in their head and become part of their life. You, you, when you go to their place of meeting, you will see that they are always reading it. I don't, I, I don't know much, but I have heard about Macaranta or something like that. Yes. And when you go there, these people will be sitting there reading. And the whole day, sometimes they will spend hours sitting on the Quran. Reading and reading and reading and reading. Why is it important to them to first understand the Quran? My God. The devil is in trouble. Listen, people of God. They have understanding that a man cannot do much without knowledge. They have understanding that a man will begin to manifest that which has been checked in him. A man will begin to manifest that which he has fed on. So they have this understanding that in order for them to begin to replicate that which the Quran is saying, they must first feed on the Quran. Because what you feed on, you become. But come see believers. Come see um, um, children of God. All that they do is vain boasting. They boast, but they don't know anything. Christians are lazy. They want things cheap. And that is why they always point to the grace of God. Oh, the grace of God. 
Oh, the grace of God. Oh, the grace of God. Everything, the grace of God. And still you are disgraced. Even though grace of God, but you are disgraced. People of God, on this prophetic festival, everything I am telling you is coming directly from the Spirit. If you hear my voice and you will not rebel and you will hearken to it, listen, there is going to be a shift that will align you to your prophetic destiny. People of God, wake up and rise up. I knew a certain woman that a Lord brought to my life. Any bad thing that happened to that woman's house, the first thing the woman would do is to inquire of the Lord, is to pray and say, no, I don't accept this. This is not normal. This is an attack from the enemy. And the woman will begin to pray. And suddenly, within a week, something will begin to change in the life of the woman. There are many people that call themselves believers, but they don't believe anything at all. If God is supposed to test them with a little thing, they will fail. No matter how God tests them, they will never gain experience until they are learned. Are you following? Be very, very vigilant in this prophetic season. Listen, sometimes I think people think that this Christianity thing is just a joke. It's a normal thing. It's, it's just a I don't know. But people of God, I know the God I serve. Believe in the Lord God with all your heart. Listen, you don't search for the Lord with half of your heart. The Bible says that seek him and you shall find him when you shall seek him with all your heart. People of God, in the search of God, search with all your heart. Stop wasting time. Amen. no God Are you learning? So although the Holy Spirit is there, but you must learn of the Holy Spirit. How do you learn of the Holy Spirit? Commune with the Holy Spirit. Be constant in prayer. Most people are never constant in prayer. It is in the place of prayer that divinity communicates with humanity. Communication is, listen, even in relationship, even in the time that communication ceases, you will see that issues will begin to rise in the relationship. Communication is one of the systems of God. One of the systems of God is communication. God desires that He will always communicate to His people. And it is also in our duty to also communicate with God. Most people communicate to God, but they don't wait for God to communicate to them. They minister to God, but they don't wait for God to minister to them. And this is one of the greatest errors in the kingdom that the believer, because the mindset is a microwave mindset, they will go in prayer and two minutes they are done. They will go in prayer and ten minutes they are done. When you ask them, they will tell you, it is not about how long you pray. Okay. Jesus himself, the Bible says that he prayed, he came, an hour time he came and met the disciples sleeping. He went again, prayed, an hour time he came. When he came, they were sleeping. He went again to pray for three consecutive times. That is three hours, man. That is three hours, man. You are praying for 10 minutes and you want to do what Jesus did because he told you if you believe, greater things than this shall you also do. Listen, what do you believe? Do you believe in praying for long or you believe in praying for short? My 
God, what do you believe that you want to do exploit? You must believe everything he did. He prayed for long, you must pray for long. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, you must also fast. Am I talking to somebody? He was walking in holiness, you must also walk in holiness. He, he was a man of love. He didn't entertain bitterness, he didn't entertain envy, he didn't entertain jealousy. He didn't entertain negative things in his heart. He was always clear. His conscience was always clear. He was honest. He was a true man. If we want to do more, we must learn of him. Lazy Christians, lazy believers, microwave generation. I speak this and I want everybody to take it on record. Repent. Listen. God cannot do much for you if you are not doing much for him. Oh, my demon, that guy. And this is the, this is the point where he said that, oh, so should God do something for me? Be, be, uh, should I do something for God before God will do something? No. God doesn't want you to do something for him before he does something for you. But anything he will do for you has already been done. That is the mistake people don't know. Anything he will do for you, he has already, he, it is done. He already did that. So now, if you want to see extra things happen to your life, you must also do the extra things. Am I talking to somebody? I read my Bible, and the Bible says that. Come by, you without money. And I ask myself, how can I buy without money? Although the thing is free, but he said, come by. You are not buying with money, but he still say buy. It means that there is a price that does not take your money, not take your house, that will not take a physical thing. But there is a price you must pay. Ama no go buy. The moment the moment come buy and eat you without money, the word buy there. It's a business there, and it means that it requires something. We must learn. The Bible says that we are not ignorant of his devices lest he gains advantage over us. The ignorance of man is to the advantage of the devil. What it means for somebody to be ignorant? Anybody who is ignorant have no learned. The, 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 the absence of knowledge is the presence of ignorance. People who are ignorant are people who have not learned. Are people who don't know. Are you learning, people of God? My God, my God, my God. Now, I found even in the word web definition of ignorance. And the word web is telling us that ignorance is the lack of knowledge or education. My God. So the Bible says, because of our ignorance, the enemy will get advantage over us. So he said, we are not ignorant of his tools, of his skill, of his ways, lest he gains advantage over us. We are not ignorant of his devices. Let's gain the us. We are not ignorant of his plans. 
lest he gains advantage over us. Now, this is Bible talking. It means that if you are a child of God and you are ignorant, the enemy will definitely get advantage over you. Is it clear? What is ignorant? Ignorant is lack of knowledge. Okay, so what does the Bible talk about concerning lack of knowledge? The Bible says, for the lack of knowledge, my people perish. of Romans chapter 11 verse 25 are you following are you learning the Bible says for I do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery mm. brethren so that you may not be wise in your own opinion Christians are the people who have many opinions they use their mind and they use their thoughts you are ignorant and Christians are the most hardened people it is difficult to even talk to a Christian because they are all-knowing all-seeing and almighty you cannot correct a Christian in serious you cannot correct a Christian Christians are the most hardened people I have ever seen and I don't know why we call ourselves Christians, but there is nothing like Christ in our life, except few people who are not ignorant. Christians find it difficult to even ask for forgiveness. For I do not want you to be ignorant and counter family of this mystery I'm teaching. Brethren, so that you may not be wise in your own opinion. Sometimes your opinion looks wise, but that is not the mind of God. We always feel we know it all. So even in marriages, marriages fail because everybody is right in their own eyes. Relationships fail because everybody is right in their own eyes. Until one becomes a fool, Many friendships cannot be sustained. Or when you are working with somebody, you must be a fool. One must be intentional that I have to be a fool because I want this to work. Otherwise, many things will always be destroyed. You see two people starting business. Suddenly, fight against the brother. But I've seen Muslims doing business. Sometimes they are even 10 people, 10 Muslims doing, doing business. And you could see that makani makashe, makani makashe. Every day, these people are even excited, communicating. And the business is moving. But you see believers always fighting and fighting. Everybody is right. And even when the one who would turn himself or herself to be right 
to be the person who follow Christ, to be the person who replicate the lifestyle of Jesus. It will get to a certain point. They say, "Me, me too. I'm tired." Me so my brother, Adam, me and Kwan am yesi. Adam, me and Kwan am yesi. Christ not lying. They don't know that when those things are happening, those are the traps of the enemy to destroy us. Be not ignorant, encounter family. For I do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery, brethren, so that you may not be wise in your own opinion. Then Paul went ahead to say this. Very, very important. Now, everybody, give me a listening, sorry, a hearing and a listening ear. Paul said, partial blindness has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles comes in. And this is what is happening. Many people are walking in partial blindness. So it is like they have seen the light, but they have not seen the light in full. So they call themselves Christians, but they are not living their life as believers. How can you fulfill your prophetic assignment? Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. So that Satan did not take advantage of us. So it means that Satan can take advantage of the believer. Now, this is Paul talking, and Paul was a believer. So he says, So that Satan might not take advantage of us. Why is he saying that? For we are not ignorant of his schemes. The moment you become ignorant, you lack knowledge. The enemy will take advantage over you. That is why you can go to see your pastor to bath you. You are ignorant. The enemy will take advantage over you. That is why a man can tell you, you have to give 20,000 for us to buy certain oil to do certain things to you. You are ignorant so you don't know the word. The Bible says that you err. I love the Bible. You eh, when I read that chapter 22, verse 29 to 33, Jesus answered, You eh, not knowing the scriptures, not the power of God. This is why I'm asking him. So, in the resurrection, are we still going to marry? So, marriage was something very, very important to the disciples. Hey, you Jesus, you have taken their wife from them. They were following you, sir. Hey, they have missed their wife. They've missed their wives. So they asked, Master, so after the resurrection, are we still going to marry? And he said, You are. Because you know not the scriptures. For in resurrection, nobody will marry. He said, hey, Nabosu, you, you told us to leave our family to follow you. Now, for so many years, I have not even seen my wife. And he said, you eh. Not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. For in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage. But like the angels of God in heaven. So the Bible has now explained what we shall be. He said, we will be like angels in heaven. Male are you learning? You err because you know not the scriptures. 
So believers are entering into error because they don't they do not know the scriptures. So for you to learn of the spirit, you have to learn the scriptures. Many people want to do greater things, but there is nothing great they feed on. Now check around you. You have 24 hours. Now I am asking everybody on the platform, begin to calculate the 24 hours. Are you learning? Yesterday, calculate your time in the morning. What did you do? Let's start from 6 a.m. in the morning to the next day, 6 a.m. What did you do? Around 7, 8, 9. What did you do? 10, 11, 12. What did you do? 1, 2, 3. What did you do? 4, 5, 6. What did you do? 7, 8, 9 p.m. What did you do? 10, 11, 12. What did you do? Midnight. So you could see that most of you, the 24 hours you have, there is nothing like God in it. You, no, I am giving you the opportunity to analyze it now. You only took one minute. Other platforms, social media, platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. But check, did you visit the Bible again? You you have the Bible on your phone. Did you visit it again? We are not ignorant of his devices, lest he gains advantage over us, people of God. The moment you become ignorant, the enemy will get advantage over your destiny. It is clear like that, as simple as that. Some of you are partial, and you are walking in partial blindness in the Lord. So when you go to the Jews, when you go to the Muslims, you could see that the children, they are always studying the Quran. They are always studying um, the Torah. Reading and reading and reading and reading. Till the word become real to them. How many Christians meditate? Even me teaching, some people will still hear it. On this prophetic festival that every word coming is a prophetic word. They will still repeat their past mistakes. But I pray you will not repeat your mistake. I pray that suddenly there will be a shift. That when they see you, they will be like, wow. Is that this? Is that you? What has happened to this person? Amen or go by that. Listen. You are not in this alone. I have gotten to a certain point. Some time ago where I was finding it difficult. To even study the word again. I studied the word of God to a point. I thought, I don't have to even study again. These were evil thoughts. I fasted that to a point. I said, no, I must not fast even again. I pray at midnight that to a point. I thought, I must not pray at midnight again. But all these things, it came little, little, little like that. Oh, today let me rest. Oh, today let me, let me, I'm tired. 
today? Yes, that is how it started. We are not ignorant of his devices. It is the device of the enemy. It is the scheme of the enemy. I always tell people, pray well. That somebody that will be connected to you will be spiritual. And it is because when you are weak, you may depend on that person. But woe unto you if that person is not spiritual. I won't say you are dead. You are dead dead. That is why if all your friends depend on you, you are poor. If all your friends depend on you, you are very poor. When it comes to the scriptures, when it comes to spirituality, physicality, everything they depend on you, you are very poor. You must have something that you also rely on certain people. Some people must fit in some part of your life. That when you are tired, they will wake you up. That when you are weak, they will make you strong. These people fulfill scriptures. They will be like the Holy Spirit. They will bring you up when you are tired. Malama no go by. In Second Timothy chapter two, verse twenty-three, are you learning? Second Timothy chapter two, verse twenty-three, the Bible says that, but avoid foolish and ignorant debate, knowing that they engender quarrels. Ignorant, you will lose your identity, you lose your um, um heritage, you will lose the reason why you are because you are ignorant. So the Holy Spirit must be learned, learn the character of the Holy Spirit, the attitude of the Holy Spirit, the nature of the Holy Spirit, so that you have deep understanding about who you must be. Is somebody changing now? Is somebody learning now? Is somebody copying now? Go over all the banner. Send a man go by. I fear ignorant people because they speak carnally. They are carnal. Ignorant people are very carnal. When you are making decisions based on spiritual things, they will tell you physical things. When you say you see a sign, 
and it's a danger these ignorant people will tell you oh this is nothing and if you are not careful to obey them if if you are not careful and you obey them you are putting your life in a danger are you following yes These people who communicate to you, certain reality that is not real. Are you learning? But today, I don't want you to be ignorant. I don't want you to be ignorant. If you are here, I want you to type, I will never be ignorant. Everybody type, I will never be ignorant. 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 I will, that is your declaration. I will never be ignorant. I will never be ignorant. Second Peter three sixteen. Those who are ignorant and unstable twist these things, as they do also the other scriptures, to their own destruction. People who are ignorant they twist things. Imagine giving your car to a mechanic to repair, and the mechanic is so ignorant that he doesn't know how to fix it. He will destroy your car for you. He will put the things that are not supposed to be there there. He will interchange things. People of God, be ye not ignorant. Ignorance is the lack of knowledge. And the Bible says, for the lack of knowledge, my people perish. Not the enemy. Say, my people. My people perish the lack of knowledge. So in order to know and understand your your, your prophetic assignment, you must know that it is the Holy Spirit that is going to guide you. But you must learn of the Holy Spirit. And how will you do that? You must learn the Bible. Learn the scriptures. Pray. Pray. Because in prayer, spiritual realities become natural to you. 
In prayer, the mind of God is communicated to you. In prayer, the thought of God is manifested. My God. Are you ready? So it means that knowledge is very, very important. And the believer must learn. If you are a child of God here, you must learn. I beg you in the name of our Lord Jesus, you must learn. You must learn. Are you following? You must learn. You must learn. Okay. Now, in this prophetic festival, the Lord is teaching us. So, what must we do? I want everybody to type in. What must we do? And then I will say, yeah. Then I will say, I'm asking you a question. What must we do? Answer me. We, no, I, I, I am not saying type, what must we do? I am asking you a question. What must we do? Okay, I love that. Learn the word. Mm-hmm. We must learn. Learning has not only got to do with the word of God alone, but also to learn the patterns of the spirit. We must learn how to pray effectively. We must learn the ways of God. We must learn the principles of the kingdom. Okay. Today is the last day. And I am going to share with you five things we must learn. Five things we must learn. That will equip the Holy Spirit to align us well to our prophetic assignment. Are you ready? Number one, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Can somebody help me? Are you ready to learn? Are you writing notes? Okay. We are now starting. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Let's go. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Number one, the five things we must learn to equip the Holy Spirit and bringing us into alignment to our prophetic assignment. These five things are very, very important. These five things are very, very important. Okay. Make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy. Why must we be holy? Because without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one misses the grace of God 
and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. I love the TPT too. In every relationship, be swift to choose peace over competition and run swiftly towards holiness. Do you understand the word swift? You know swift? To be fast. To move very fast. Yes. So when it comes to the issue of holiness, the Bible requires that we move fast in holiness. For those who are holy, who are not holy, will not see the Lord. Okay. So number one, number one thing that the believer must learn and do, and practice, rehearse, and walk in is what we call the mystery of holiness or holiness. Holiness. Everybody type holiness. So Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14. Holiness is very important to the believer. The Bible says that you can do everything, but without holiness in part of those things you are doing, you cannot see God. You can do everything, but without the involvement of Holy Spirit, I'm sorry, holiness, you cannot see God. You cannot see God. You cannot see God. You cannot see God. Now, what is holiness? The Bible said, Be ye holy, even as your God. As your Lord God is holy. So for us to empower and equip the Holy Spirit, for the Holy Spirit to be able to align us well, we must live a life of holiness. When we live that life of holiness, the Holy Spirit will now find expression in our life to communicate spiritual realities to us. Are you learning? Holiness is a necessity. To the believer, holiness is a requirement. You cannot do anything without holiness involved. Are you learning? To be holy is to be sanctified. You have to be consecrated. Now somebody asked, but how, how can I be holy? It is simple. If, the, if you can't be holy, the Bible will not tell you, be ye holy. Even as your father is holy. And without holiness, no man can see God. So if the Bible is telling you that be holy, it means that it is your work. But it is your work to align yourself to the finished work of Christ so that you will be holy. 
So you must believe in the Lord Jesus. If you want to be holy, believe in the name of Jesus. Number two, if you want to be holy, walk in the spirit. The Bible says if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. So anybody walking in the spirit will never de- fulfill the desires of the flesh. It means that the flesh has a desire. And some of these desires are lust, gossip, envy, jealousy, backbiting. Yes. Separate yourself from among them. Listen, be holy. Don't stand together with these people. Don't be like my my God. Let me let, let me look for the scriptures. Be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. Are you following? We should not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Mm. I hope you are learning today. So holiness is a requirement to see the glory of God. Now, if the Bible says, be you holy, for without only no man can see God, to see God is not only in the physical manifestation of God, but to see God is also to see His glory in your life, also to see His 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 prophetic word concerning your life coming to pass. Are you Are you following? So some people you are not seeing the glory of God in your life, and the reason why you are not seeing the glory of God in your life is because you are not walking in holiness. So the Holy Spirit is not finding expression to bring into pass that what the Lord has said of you. People of God, if you want to find all that God has said prophetically concerning your life in this prophetic festival, I came to tell you, make sure you live a life of holiness. Holiness is very, very important. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 to 18. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship had righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion had light with darkness? And what concord had Christ with Belial? Or what part had he that believed with an infidel? People of God, you must not walk with certain people who do not walk in holiness. Be not unequally yoked. Don't the word unequally yoke, don't be like them. Let's doesn't mean that you cannot have a friend who is not who is in the world because you have to win them. Am I talking to somebody? But in a deeper sense, they are not your friends. You must not do what they do, you must not practice what they practice. Baba.
Are you following? Are you following? Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Be ye not only you see believers and they are working with unbelievers. Some of you, you call yourself Christian, you are not Christians at all. You are not Christians at all. Do you know why? Because your character, your attitude, the way you talk, evil always in your heart. One day I was there and my eyes opened, and I began to see certain people that were saying certain things. And all that they were saying is to speak ill of their sisters to um, um, another sister who is very good. But the person was trying to communicate that these people are very bad. These people are not good. So that the person will also be offended in these people. And I asked myself, why will a believer do that? Because to me, ever since I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior, what I think about is to unite people. Is to unite people. I always want to see people united. And that's why sometimes I put myself in trouble. Because, you see, it's not easy to do that. I always try to unite people. I said, Manchester United. And I'm supporting Manchester United. No? Okay. I try to unite people. But I'm not man you. This is teaching bar. I try to unite people. But I'm not man you. Oh, Jesus. My God. My God, my God, my God. Oh my God, my God, my God, my God. <laughs> Somebody shall glory. Yes. Karaduma Gadaya. Telemele Kappa. Yes. So, people of God, I first told you that we must learn. And I showed you that the Bible says that we are not ignorant of his device. It means the enemy have a device. Unless he gains advantage for us, it means that the time that we will be ignorant, the enemy will use the devices to get advantage over us. So if the enemy have a device, what are these devices? You have to query the scriptures. When you are reading the Bible, query the scriptures. Be not ignorant of his devices. What are the devices of the enemy? You try to find those things and you will not you, you will not become ignorant but lazy or because to me search scriptures no you will not search the scriptures the bible says that you err because you know not the scriptures you err because you know not the scriptures you err if you have known the scriptures you wouldn't say that after resurrection will we marry you want to get married? You err because you know not the scriptures. Somebody begin to open your mouth and blow in the language of the spirit for three minutes.
pops, Ale Adobaha pops, Ekanda Baha pops, Ekanda Baha Papa pops, Radada Shama Baha Papa, Elevada Baha pops, Eratan Talatele Hepepe, Eakaba Papa Papa pops, Erapata Baha Papa pops, Ekanda Baha pops, Epapa Baha Papa Baha pops, Epapa Baha Papa Baha pops, Epapa Baha Papa Baha pops, Erapanda Daha Papa Baha pops, Yada da 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 da
Erata da 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 heperaba, Ianta da da hapapa, Ika vada vada bahapa, Ika da bahapapa, Erata da da hata, Itala da da hatata, Ika da bahapapa, Ianta la da da baha, Rata da 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 da, Rata da 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 da, Rata da 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 da, Rata da 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 da, Shavadia bahapa, Ikona malia panda ha, Rata da 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 shaba, Ivala la bahosa, Ranta. Shabba baba baba baba, 
Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14. So holiness is a necessity for the believer. You must understand that holiness is not something that you say, I am working my way out of it. No, it's a necessity. If you want to see God, if you want to see God in your life, listen, you cannot be aligned well in your life if you have not aligned in holiness. Are you following? Your life can never see the glory of God if you do not constantly yearn to walk in the holy path of God. Okay, sir. Number two, listen, write these things down. It is going to save you. Because these things will help the Holy Spirit to find expression in fulfilling the prophetic assignment for your life. Number two is prayer and fasting.
Are you following? Are you learning? Yes. Please, today is last day. So whatever I'm telling you, write it down. If you miss it, you have missed everything. Number two is prayer and fasting. Matthew chapter 17 verse 21. Can somebody put that scripture for me? Matthew chapter 17 verse 21. Matthew chapter 17 verse 21. Matthew chapter 17 verse 21. My God, my God. Somebody should also open the book of Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 34. The book of Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 34. Prayer and fasting. Okay, how be it this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. You want God to align you to your prophetic destiny by the strength of the Holy Spirit. Then you must learn how to pray and you must learn how to fast. Awesome. You can't have ulcer under the sound of my voice. Any spirit, anybody having ulcer, I decree by the mandate of heaven, in the name of Jesus, ulcer disappear. That person will fast from tomorrow, even to Sunday, and nothing will happen to them. In the name of Jesus. Now, if you have issue with your stomach, slap your stomach for three times right now. And say, I am healed in Jesus. So I said this kind. So there are kind of things the enemy will throw against you. That thing will delay you from fulfilling your prophetic assignment. It will never go until you pray and fast. Until you do what? Pray and fast. Some of you, you have been delayed in certain aspects of your life. It is time to pray. It is time to fast. Don't stop fasting. Don't stop praying. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Pray until something happens. Are you following? Everybody right? It is time to pray. It is time to fast. My God. Pray in the morning, pray in the afternoon, pray in the evening, pray, pray at all times. Asimana Gabaya. Pray, it is time to pray. Guru Simana. Oh, as chapter 16, verse 25. You have it. 25. Yes. But at midnight, 
Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Mm-hmm. Continue. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And, and at midnight, Paul and Silas were what praying, praying and singing, singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were. To them, this is what other believers are doing. God bless you. This is what other believers are doing. They are listening to their friends pray, they are listening to their fathers pray. Oh, father is a prolific George Makego. You are watching me pray, but you are lazy, you are sleeping. Oh, that's my husband. My husband is anointed, so I won't pray. When he was captured, he knew that it was not his time. People of God, you may die before your time if you do not pray and fast. The man had understanding that if I don't pray, my prophetic assignment will be destroyed. People of God, there are many people here. You, you are not praying and your prophetic assignment has been shifted. Will you pray? If I don't pray, Satan will make my ass off. Do you pray? Hi, I'm an Do you pray? Christians are lazy. I have known and I have seen. I'm preaching and beating my wife at the same time. And the one that me preaching them is have a point and nine sir. Because we both pray christians pray yes i remember when we were getting married the parents were advising us please never beat your wife remember remember mentor more Oh, Jesus. Are you following? Now, I read the scriptures and I was afraid. Prayer is life. Everybody type, prayer is life. And I will show you through scriptures. Prayer is life. Prayer is medicinal. The moment you begin to pray, something will begin to shift. Malagata bagai, emeregata menegabai, emragata bai, akata bai, akapaya, amprakata bai, emeletepe. My God, what have you received? Doctor's report. Don't worry, pray. What are they telling you? You will die. Don't worry, pray. Asuka bai, emeregata bai, prakata bai, belebeleba kuata. Yesterday you were here, right? Yesterday you were here. Yesterday you were here. 
Do you remember a certain woman? I don't know if the woman is here. That the doctor said that the child is going to die. Yesterday evening. And the child had, what was that? John this. That immediately after prayer, the yellowish color on the eye of the child disappeared. People of God, prayer change things. Because prayer will first begin to change you. Today we will pray. We will pray to change the things that are happening. We will pray to be changed. What happened to you when you pray? What happened to you when you pray? Somebody say transformation. Somebody say transformation. Someone say transformation. Someone say transformation. Mm. Can you read the scriptures? The scriptures. Now, now, are you writing notes? And when I'm preaching, write notes. Stop typing on your phone, writing notes on your phone. I don't like it. Write notes on notebook. Huh? 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 When you begin to pray, you enter into a place of transformation. You are there. Oh God, let me enter my prophetic destiny. Let me enter my prophetic destiny. You must pray. Let that John pray. You must pray. Luke chapter 9, verse 29. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed. As he was eating gobe, the appearance of his face changed, right? No, no. As 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 he was he was he was eating fufu. His countenance changed. And as he prayed. The fashion of his countenance was altered, and his raiment was white and glistering. Listen, if the Bible says and his raiment was white, it means that it was not white. The Bible says just not to wear if you Boss, me to me in But I am just thinking, oh, your boy, I'm just thinking. But the Bible is telling us that and his raiment was white and glistering. And as he was praying, the appearance of his face was altered, and his clothing became dazzling white. So the first thing that happened to you is that when you are praying, you are transformed. 
My God. Transformation. Anybody who wants to see transformation in their life, to be able to align prophetically, must pray because it is in the place of prayer that your life is being transformed. Okay, thank you, Father. Are you ready? So, Luke chapter 9, verse 29. The Bible is now communicating to us we must pray. It's raining, eh? Oh, we thank God. Let it continue to rain so you will learn. Today is our last service. It must rain. So, Paul was even in prison, but his prison did not prison his prayer life. Some of you, your, the, the imprisonment you find yourself has prison your, pre, your prayer life. You see, you see that you have issue. That is your prison. It has allowed you to stop praying. The things you are going through has imprisoned your prayer life. Transformation. Transformation. Now, transformation, we can talk a lot about transformation. Listen, the Bible says that his, 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 his raiment was white. It means that prayer also cleanses. Ah, yeah, yeah. When a man begins to pray, you are cleansed, you are washed. Certain things that were around your life, you will begin to see that those things are washed. That's what the Bible says that. Pray. Pray. And his raiment was white. So the moment you pray, you are you be you become cleansed. Richie Manuel is my younger brother. On the cage, the last one, and that's my our younger. My younger brother, on the egg, last born. Get a get a pan. See how I brought for you. My tin 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 tin. We na me 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 zato no shona ushana. We na zato no shodi tikofi demano ushuno. See me mana me mana katons. Me me zato no shobon paro di tikofi. Ego fi mo um. Metal in it No so soon. That I'm not sure. Oh, you can ask him. He will tell you. I use him to practice prophetic. Of his school back on Fanochi that time, no, no boarding house. Of his school move back, now Mastati Bisano. Akwadam Fubina Ote on next table, no on next chair, no. Your friend is say, "Ude Bisano, be careful." My body was saying, "I, I, I." Yes, men are not men just by doing what men do. We quit as men. Uh-huh. 
bodin me bodin tim bodin be 5 me twa 322 sa e normal and e unhu sa biem e tu de tan o be so once pe o she accurate 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 e so wonyem so be so she accurate bas bas my nigga are you learning So prayer, Nanata, prayer is important to Nanata. Nanata pray, Nanata pray, Nanata pray, Nanata pray. The Bible says that be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, make your request known unto him. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Can somebody help me? Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Pray, listen, pray so you will not become a prey. You must pray. People of God, in this prophetic festival, one of the things that I'm telling you is that stay in prayer, live in prayer, dwell in prayer. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. How do you let your request be made known unto God? Through prayer. Pray. Pray. Transformation. 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 Yes. Today I see many people's life being transformed because they are going to pray. On this prophetic festival, I came with the word of the Lord that if you pray you will be transformed as he was praying listen when he was not praying it didn't happen like that as he was praying the fashion of his countenance was what altered was altered listen i can make this promise to you it doesn't matter whatever news it will be if you will stay constantly in prayer, you can change it. The people apply faith. Jesus said that, Oh, where you of little faith? Why did you doubt? And when he said that, he said, How be it? This kind goeth not. Except fasting and prayer. It means that the issue of faith has been dealt with. He is no more talking about faith yet. He's now saying that how be it this kind goeth not except by prayer and fasting. So if you are to go deeper, it means that prayer and fasting is very higher. Because he, said that he first said, Why is it that we couldn't cast out this devil? The disciples asked. And he said that 
you because you didn't have faith and he said oh you have little faith how long will i be with you so after jesus talking about faith he now went ahead and said that how be it what child maybe was it bad now so when you are a pipe and you come there Maybe I will also. What do I know? Can they see? Prayer. I have a daughter. This daughter came for um, Tari for the first time. She wasn't my daughter yet. She wasn't my covenant daughter yet. She came for Tari. And when she came, this lady was struggling with ulcer for so many years. After Terry, after praying for her, this lady got healed. From that day, the lady is not struggling with ulcer again. Ulcer has been dealt with. People of God, prayer will alter certain things in your life. Yes. Prayer. your intimacy with when a man begins to pray and fast he is building relationship with God no man is greater than their prayer life mm. no man is greater than their prayer life Now, let me give you this quickly. Now, I have studied that. We, you see, if you want to be effective in the things of God, you must adapt strategies that will keep you long in prayers. Number one strategy you must adapt is that, one, ask God for grace to maintain a consistent life of prayer. The Holy Spirit will help you. Ask God, Father, give me the grace. Right now, say, Father, give me the grace to be maintained and be consistent in prayer. Some of you, you pray, but you are not consistent. Say, Father, give me the grace to maintain a consistent prayer life in the name of Jesus. Show more, no more. It is given in Jesus. Number two. So in Romans chapter 8, verse 26, 27, the Bible even said it. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. So if you are weak to pray, please seek the Holy Spirit, the grace to pray. Number two, if you want to maintain a certain level of prayer life, get every scripture on prayer right from the Old Testament and the New Testament. Are you writing? Get every scripture on prayer right from the Old Testament and the New Testament and feed on them constantly. Read them constantly. Read them.
every day. Record them in your diary and meditate on them. Buy those paper stickers, maybe. Write every scripture. You can print them. Write every scripture of prayer. Put it there. The prayer that motivates you. Put it in your room. Put it in your in your prayer room. Yes, put it there. When you are praying, when your eyes gaze on any one of them, you begin to be revived and motivated. Number three, get books on prayer. That will really inspire you to pray. Read books about prayer. Leonard Ravenhill said that if you want to master the arts and life of prayer, fellowship with different authors on prayer. Leonard Ravenhill in the 90s. He said that if you want to master the art and life of prayer, read them. Fellowship with different authors on prayer. Yes. Fellowship with different authors on prayer. Read them when you wake up along with your Bible. Take one along with you when you go to the town. When you go to town. Read on prayer when you're about to sleep. Get a good book on prayer and take it everywhere you go. Number four, what will inspire your prayer life? Type and print quotes from great men on prayer and paste it either in your office wall or your bedroom or your prayer room. Anytime you see them, they will remind you of the agency to pray. Uh Imagine you are praying and you are tired, you want to give up. You hear this song, if you don't pray, Satan will make mess of you. Imagine you 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 are praying and you are tired, you want to give up, say me, I'm tired. And some of the quote on your wall is that no man is greater than his prayer life. Abba. Suddenly something will begin to burst within you. No man is greater than his prayer life. My God. Number five. Get a prayer diary and record quote or striking statement made by great generals on prayer. Make sure that you don't write any code. To write the code that stirs you up. Make sure that this code are code that create discomfort in your heart when you haven't prayed. Number six, listen to audio tapes and watch video tapes of men and women who teach on prayer and actually pray. There are men that talk about prayer, but they don't pray. They preach about prayer, but they don't pray. But what video that will encourage you? Imagine when you watch somebody, the young apostle, 
Apostle Edu. I don't know what will happen to you. I'm not normal. I'm not normal. You see the man saying some of these things. You think it is normal. It, it will begin to bring certain things alive. Don't only bring people who are grown. Like you want to bring those who are dead. What can it take said about prayer? The young people like myself, the young people like Apostle Edu, the young people like Michael Oropo, Apostle Michael, write them, Apostle Selman, those people. We are what we feed on. Let not a week pass without listening to this man. Number seven, have some brethren that talk about prayer and actually pray if all your friends are gossipers you are dead if all your friends speak ill of people you are dead if all your friends always communicate evil you are dead always lie you are dead always business and nothing like god they are dead some people now their mind is shifted and now let me, let me talk to people in abroad right now if you are in abroad and you are not careful your christianity will be in danger I'm telling you because all that you think of is money 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 and you leave God I'm telling you you get a certain level that you don't even care yes in abroad hear me if you are not careful you will mess up with your life but may my God help you yes have people friends that inspire you. there is a lady the lady is called agnes anytime this lady calls me my god this lady will motivate me he'll be like ah the bible says that we should cease praying that's why i said prayer is life because if the bible says do not cease praying it means prayer is life the moment you cease from praying you have ceased from living Anybody who stopped praying have stopped living. You are just a walking dead. Mm. Pray, oh, pray. The Bible says pray so that you will not enter into temptation. If Jesus prayed, who are you not to pray? I'm telling you, if the Messiah himself prayed, who are you not to pray? You must pray. Now, I pray in the name of Jesus. Let the spirit of prayer envelop you. Some of you will be like, Pastor Jay, I don't know how to pray. No, start small, small. Join places they pray. Are you getting it? Join platforms they pray. Join encounter. Ask every day. Let us pray. Let us pray together. You will be motivated. Have friends. If all your friends, they don't talk about prayer, please sack them. You can sack your friends. Still love them, but sack them. They are no more your friends. Any friend that do not equip you, that do not provoke you into righteousness, into prayer, into faith, these people are not your friends. Sack them. Sack them. Somebody will also sack you because if you choose not to provoke them into prayer, they will also sack you today. Today, any friend that is not provoking you into prayer, I sack them alive. 
Please, I'm not just speaking. All these things I'm telling you, write them down and make sure you work on it. Meditate on these teachings. After this, take your time. All these messages I've been giving you through this service, through this prophetic festival, go through it, be praying. Don't take it normal. See it as a way that you are going to reform your life again. Mm. Arrange prayer meeting. And this prayer meeting, it, it should happen at all times. It's not a normal time. And all prayer meeting times with them. Such meetings will stir you up and empower your personal prayer life. Listen to their prayer life experiences and be moved by them. Pray with friends who love prayer. Don't leave them. Listen. Everything that I am today, I have witnesses. I have people say that we know him. We know where he's coming from. Am I talking to somebody? We know him. We know this guy. We know the prolific George Market. We know him. Listen, I have prayed and I keep on praying. I could pray to a point that when you come, you don't hear anything. You hear one word. I, 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 I. We pray to a point that even tongues were not tonguing. Words were not wedding. We pray to a point that we entered into chronism where we didn't even know and understand anything. Aye, 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 aye. Somebody will listen to this message and still will not change their life. They will still go and eat God. They will not fast. They will still go and eat for food. They will not fast. Let me give you how you can appropriate certain things to your life so your prophetic destiny will be fulfilled. Don't start a week without sacrificing the first part of the week in prayer and fasting. Before you start the week, if it will be better, whether you are born on Monday or not, before you start the week, fast ahead of the week. Make it a ritual. Fast. Pray ahead of the week. Whatever you want to see in the week, write on the paper. This thing I'm saying, somebody's writing. Somebody's also waiting for Kwame Dinobo to write and put it on the platform before they write. The day that Kwame Dinobo phones was spoiled, we will see. Don't write for your life. You are becoming lazy. Yeah. Don't start a week without writing certain things down. Write what you want to see. Write them down. And pray your way out. Father, on Sunday evening or Sunday midnight. Father, I prophesy. Monday, the contract I have with Mr. So and so, I decree it will go in my favor. Tuesday, the car I want to buy, it will be delivered to me. Thursday, Wednesday, I pray good news all over my phone. Thursday, oh God, the doctor's report you are going for, it will prove good. Friday, oh Father, I decree 
but anybody I've prayed for on Friday, they will testify. Saturday! Oh Lord, prepare me for something glorious. Let me see all this thing on Saturday. Let me see it happening like never before. Sunday! Oh God. You see, so you are preparing your way. You are preparing your way. Start the week with prayer and fasting. Every week, not only the day you were born. If you are fortunate and you were, you were born early in the week, it's okay for you. Now, the week starts on Sunday, not Monday. The week starts on what? It starts on Sunday, not on Monday. So, Sunday, you could have separate Sunday and fast and pray. And decree what you want to see. To the church, Sunday is our working day. If people insult you, let them insult you. You can stay around the church while the church has closed and say, No, today is Sunday. I, as I'm giving thanks to, I'm also preparing my, my, my week. Abalabaya, 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 Abalabaya. Any accident of the week is cancelled. Any sickness of the week is cancelled. My children. They are going in a different mind. They are filled with wisdom. They are filled with knowledge. They are filled with understanding. They are standing out. My husband will do well. Will do well. Will do well. Our finance is taking a different step. Listen, when you begin to do this, nothing can stop you. Prayer is a necessity. Prayer is medicinal. It shifts you. It transforms you. So build people around you who motivate you to pray. Not people who will tell you, let's go and do this, let's go and do that. People who motivate you. I have a certain on this platform. She motivates me to pray. She's a motivator. One day I was talking to one sister here on this platform, and I said, This thing that is happening to you, one of the things that makes me sad is that. I wish that you are with this person. If you are with this person by now, this thing has been dealt with because your environment is not helping you. People of God, now you have phones. Now you have access to social media. You can connect a certain group, a certain people, different from even what we do. These people are your friends that you know, that you have met before, or, or that you are, you, are, you, are now, you are now going to encounter connect with them on phone you say every day every day 30 minutes in tongues 30 minutes in tongues on phone abaya 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 who is your friend don't marry a wife who will not empower you to pray? Marry somebody who will tell you to pray. My husband, wake up, pray. Marry somebody that even if the husband have done a lot in ministry and so tired, the person will wake up and pray. My husband. And, and, and the person will lay hands on the husband. Father, my husband cannot fail. My husband will do well in ministry. Yes. Marry somebody like that. 
Somebody say, but Pastor, how will I know? Since I'm not married to the person, how will I know? You will know when you meet the person, how the person will hold your hands and pray for you. There are certain wives, their husbands never get out from their house without praying for them. Their husband can be an anointed bishop, but their prayers will always go before them. Some people too, when their husband get out, they will take their phone. Hello, oh, me kuruko, you come up. You see, you can learn. Everybody can learn this. Obisi way. Everybody can learn. Now, if you're a woman here, you are married or you are trying to get married, please pray. Learn how to pray. Prayer is not the work of your husband, it's the work of every believer. The Bible says that pray so that, so the reason why we pray, so that you will not enter into temptation. Who do you pray with? Your wife must be, your, your partner must be, your friend must be, your, the people around must be the people of prayer. Listen, in this life, eh, there are some people, maturity will tell you that even those people, if they offend you, find a way to unite with them. I'm telling you. Tell them that, oh, I am sorry that I have positioned myself in a place for you, for, for, for you to offend me. I am sorry. Please forgive me. You are not the reason. I am the reason. Let me tell you, there are some ladies here in your family. There are couples in the family that fight marriages but when God connects you well to a certain brother there are some guys in your family there are certain covenants that do not make people get married when you connect with these people whether a wife please put aside your ego that I am a man I am a man put it aside look at your wife's family everything is in line please put your ego aside so one day tell your wife please pray for me for me and declare the peace in your mother's house in your father's house also over my life the same way if you're a wife learn to be humble put it aside when god help you to break certain pattern don't just sit there wow somebody say i love it god bless you don't just sit there I getting it yes put your ego aside humble yourself i remember that rest uh, we, we just got married right one of the advice that they give to us they give to my wife is that one of the things that it should be easy for her and one of the things that she should always say is thank you and i am sorry is that if you are, you are a woman and you know how to say thank you always and say I am sorry always you will save your marriage and that is true because as a man sometimes there are certain things that will be wrong but the moment your wife will say and yeah I'm sorry you what do you what do you what do you what do you no, that's not, that not the way you say sorry. 
But when you go before, you say, Oh, honey, I'm sorry. A minute. Some people they will say they are sorry, but they to their heart they don't know what they have done wrong. They don't even accept it that they are wrong. Mean it in your heart. Honey, please, I'm sorry. I was very wrong. Forgive me. I will never repeat this. I'm not sure any good man with good conscience who is matured will ever hold anything against such woman. Ah. Now the woman will come to you, honey. I'm sorry. What I did was very wrong. Please forgive me. I will not repeat that. And sure, the woman will know. Do you think a man who will never forgive you on this case, that man is not a man you are supposed to marry? I'm telling you. Somebody say, hey, my husband will not forgive you. <laughs> hey. hey. But are you sure you will say it the way I'm saying it? Somebody say, hmm, daddy, preach on. <laughs> Please, this is not marital glory. Let's continue. We are, we are saying pray. <laughs> we pray for your husband, right? May God touch your husband for him to be changed. It's hardened heart for his heart to be changed. There's a man who was sick. And the way the man was shouting at the wife, I was surprised. I said, hey, brah. Now we are on to Now to Hey, it's serious. May God show us mercy. What will prayer do? Prayer will humble you. The Bible says that if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my faith, then I will come down from heaven and deliver them. Let's see, people of God, if you don't pray, you are not humble. We are arrogant. Indeed, one has to be intentional, intentional fool for a relationship to work. Prayer will massage your ego. It will, it will massage you to a point that it will destroy that ego. It will break it out from your life. Prayer will break those things and those patterns. When you begin to pray, it will bring those fatness out. You begin to see that suddenly certain characters have been destroyed. Now, why am I teaching all this? I am teaching you how to align with your prophetic destiny. And I say that it is the Holy Spirit that will help you. It will be your guide. It will lead you to be your driver to go to that place. But the Holy Spirit needs to be equipped by certain attitude, certain character, certain principle. And the principle number one is Holy According to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14, principle number two is prayer and fasting. In the book of Matthew chapter 17, verse 21, the book of Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 34. That is where we have gotten to. And we say that there are things you must do that will also help your prayer life. 
And number one, we say that ask God for the grace to, ma- to maintain a consistent life of prayer. And number two, we say that get every scripture on prayer. Number three, we say get some good books on prayer. Number four, we say type and print quotes from great men on prayer. We say get a prayer diary and record quotes or striking statement made by generals. Number six, we say listen to audio tapes and watch video tapes of men and women who teach on prayer. Number seven, we say have some brethren that talk about prayer and actually pray not people who only talk about prayer number eight record a list of prayer topics in your prayer diary prayer topics when you go to church there are some prayer topics you say ah hey man of god this prayer topic is serious write it down that's why you have to carry your note to church write that prayer prayer down add it up to your prayer topics anytime you are praying you, you go through your prayer topics Write names of people you want to pray for. Put them there. Names of your children, your, 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 your husband, your father, your mother, your husband's mother, your husband's father. Some people you have leave all the work to your husbands. Some people you have leave all the work to your wife. Your wife will cook for you, wash for you, clean the house. And still at the time of prayer too, your wife will still pray for you. What at all do you do? Now, never or don't always pray without praying for people. Intercession is one of the unique features of prayers. Don't pray without making intercession for people. Make sure that you are not selfish in prayer. Intercede for people. Intercede for your man of God. Intercede for your woman of God. Intercede for the church of God. Intercede for nations. Intercede for your country. You don't know some of the little, little prayers you are praying there. It is saving our, our economy in Ghana. You don't know. You don't know. So on your prayer topics, have intercessions. Prayer, prayer of intercessions. Or intercessory prayers have them number nine begin to hunt and afflict your soul with this thought number one prayerlessness is a sin afflict yourself with this thing prayerlessness write them down that anytime you Prayerlessness is a sin. Hey, so I am sinning. Some people. Amen. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Oh, what Amen. Hey, are you serious? You are rapping in prayer. Oh, Jesus. If prayer number two, prayer is a command, write it down. I say, hand and afflict your soul with this thought. Prayerlessness is a sin. Number two, prayer is a command. Number three, if praying keeps me spiritually breathing, then any day I fail to pray, I fail to breathe. So prayer is life. If I stop praying, I stop living. When you see some statement like this, you will pray. Because if you stop praying, you stop living. 
Number three, pray. Number four, prayer keeps me updated with the spiritual reality in alignment to my prophetic destiny. The day I stop praying, I become outdated. Mm. Let me be fast because my time is almost up. Anytime I fail to pray, I put myself and others at risk and in danger because I am the one standing in the gap for my generation. The next one. A day without prayer is a wasted day. The next one. I cannot start my day, live my day, and end my day without communing with my Heavenly Father. I can't stay out of touch with the Prince of Life and the Father of all spirit. The next point. Many souls perish when believers fail to pray. The next point. The churches are sinking more into darkness when I fail to pray. The next point. Real men and women pray if you are not one. Eh, sorry, if you don't, you are not one. Real men and pray. If you don't pray, you are not one. Where's my boy? If you are not praying, you are not part of what God is doing. Anybody who pray is part of God's assignment. Okay, these are striking words. A prayerless believer is a powerless and profitless believer. A prayerless believer is a powerless and a profitless believer. And the last one, any excuse for not praying is a trap to trap your spiritual progress. Any excuse for not praying is a trap to trap your spiritual progress. Are you blessed? Now, point number three that provoke your spirit to align you to your prophetic destiny. It's what we call seed faith. First Kings chapter 3, verse 4. First Kings chapter 3, verse 4. Can somebody help me quickly? I want somebody who is very fast. First Kings chapter 3, verse 4. Somebody says seed faith. Seed faith. Seed faith. First Kings chapter 3, verse 4. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. A thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon that altar. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon. So where you sacrifice is where you encounter God. He sacrificed in Gibeon, and the Lord met him, appeared to him in Gibeon. So the principle of seed faith is very, very important. Your seed is your faith. It's a proof of your faith. Don't say have it, I have it. If you have faith and there is no work, then it is dead. Faith without work is dead. One of the work that tells us or that provokes God that you have faith is your seed. It's your seed. 
Givers are leaders. Givers are leaders. Anybody who doesn't learn to give will always be at the bottom of life. The man sacrificed in Gibeon. And the Bible says that that is the highest place. Where do you sacrifice your, 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 your seed? The man looked for at the highest place. It means that you don't have to sacrifice something. And he sacrificed a thousand bed offering. My God. It is not every sacrifice that provokes God. Now, we will come at 4 p.m. Let me end here. We will come at 4 p.m. Come with your communion. The Lord bless you this morning. My time is up, so I have to pause here. So I will continue. It is left with three points. I will finish it, then we will pray. The Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord preserve you. In Jesus' mighty name. I love you. But Jesus loves you more. Amen. Oh, this week, if you are not blessed, I don't know. Then I don't know. Then I don't know. Yes, the Lord bless you and keep you. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. You indeed went on honeymoon. Why are you saying that? <laughs> So if the app sat down, don't worry. <laughs>